0: But they're also referring their friends, their families, their acquaintances, those that they know and love to your business so they can have the same experience as well. So when you mesh those two together, the byproduct of that is increased profits. So that's that's what happens. That's the miracle of improved customer service.
1: Welcome to the My Future Business Show, where we get you in front of your best audience and keep you there. Not only are we interviewing the biggest names in business to help you become even more successful, we're inviting you to book your spot on the show to help you grow your business. So at the end of the call, make sure you fill in the interview application form at myfuturebusiness.com forward slash interviews. Hi, and welcome back to the My Future Business Show. It's Rick Nusky here. It's wonderful to have you join us today. On today's show, we're going to be talking with the wonderful Dr. Kelly Henry about his new book, Define and Deliver Exceptional Customer Service, and how you can use it in your business to not only grow it, but push up the bottom line revenue in your business. With all that being said, welcome to the show, Dr. Henry.
0: Thank you, Rick. I greatly appreciate the opportunity. You and I were just
1: talking about this uh, slightly offline and um, how it links into, I guess, the wider quality ethos that um, people can use throughout their business. But before we jump into the nuts and bolts of the call, as well as your wonderful book, I'd love to learn about you. Where you're located is probably a really great place to start.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I would I would agree with that. So, I live in the uh, Dallas, Texas area in the United United States. Fantastic. I'm I'm a chiropractor. I practiced for 20 years in New Mexico, actually, near where my wife was from, and uh, I built a couple of very successful clinics up on the foundation of exceptional customer service and providing our patients with uh, with that value, with that great customer service. And uh, 2018, I sold out, um, sold off my clinics and I had been impacted for many years by coaches and consultants that helped me personally and with my businesses and I knew the impact of great customer service. So in 2018 when I sold out, um, I just meshed the two together. That. I wanted to coach and have an impact on people, and I wanted to do it by helping them with, their, uh, with improving their customer service. So here I am.
1: Absolutely. That's fantastic. There's always a synergy between business and delivering customer service. And for everybody who's on the call today, don't worry. We're going to explain um, from, a, I guess, a ground up level what this means to you and how you can implement it in your business. But before we go on, I'd love to learn about whether or not you have any recreational pursuits. What do you like to do with yourself in the pastime?
0: I'm a golfer. Fantastic! Um, are you good, yeah. or are you a hacker? I'm a golfer. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting I'm getting better. I I had actually put golfing on hiatus for probably about ten years as my kids were growing up and playing sports and, and doing different things. And uh, my youngest is a senior in high school now, and so I uh, I decided last summer that it was time to get a hobby. So I picked golf back up, and I've thoroughly enjoyed it. I, uh, I've had lessons, so I've had some steady improvement this time. So it's made it much more enjoyable for me.
1: Well, that makes good sense, you know, because you can apply, I guess, uh, sports as an analogy for continual improvement. I think that's one arm of the conversation we can have today.
0: Um, uh, do you mind
1: if I could uh, refer to you as Kelly? Is that okay? Please do. Fantastic. All right, Kelly. Um, now, um, if you are a business and starting out and you've never heard of this, this idea of customer service.
0: What does it mean? That's a great question. My quick definition of it is customer focus, having and providing exceptional customer service is having a relentless focus on the customer, the patient, the client, whatever, whatever term you put there, mm-hmm. and making that person feel their best anytime they are interacting with your business. The focus is on them and putting them first. So yeah. that's that's the key the key point there, um, and that that goes every time, every interaction, every day, every employee. Um, the consistency is the key with that. But it's that focus on making the customer feel their best.
1: Yeah, fantastic. Thank you for sharing. Now, um, going back to your businesses, uh, your chiropractic businesses, you essentially had a number of them. When did you recognize? the power of delivering good customer service?
0: Well, it was fairly early on, and, and I backed into even providing this these principles and, and even having a focus on providing great customer service. When I, when I first moved to the area in New Mexico where I practiced, um, it was a smaller community, still is a small community. Many of the businesses have been there for years, mm-hmm. not a lot of competition for a lot of these businesses. And... When we started having to deal with these businesses, uh, customer service wasn't necessarily part of what they needed to provide or good customer service. And that really bothered me. I hated being treated like I was an inconvenience and like they could care less that I was there, just pay my money and, and get out of the store. Yeah, And it wasn't all the businesses, but it, there were several. And so I just made a conscious decision that, you know what, in my clinics, we're going to treat our, our customers differently. We're going to treat them and make them feel special and important and valued, uh, like we care that you know they're doing business with this. Yeah, and you know we did that, and the effects were immediately. And that my patients were like, "Hey, we love coming in here. We just love how you treat us." And and obviously that piqued my interest, and I started studying it more and implementing different ideas and different principles and trial and error, and and uh, it that set me on this twenty plus year journey of of what great customer service is.
1: This, this is very much a cultural statement, isn't it? Because you hear a lot of businesses um, spruiking that, hey, you know, we give great customer service, but like you've just mentioned, when you're actually in front of them, they treat you like a number. What, what's your
0: perspective <laughs> on that? Should it be just a
1: marketing tool?
0: <laughs> no, it should not. No. It's got to be a, a cultural change in the business. It needs to be a foundation principle. Mm. And like you said, generally the businesses that champion and and say they you know communicate and that's part of their marketing tool of we give great customer service mm-hmm. are generally the ones that don't, that don't. Um, mm. in, in my opinion and what i've seen and come into so the ones that have it as a foundation principle and live it and it is a part of their culture you know a, con- a consumer can feel it yeah you know you yeah. don't you don't have to champion it. you don't have to say it out loud you don't have to put it on your marketing it material just is. it just is
1: mm. We've got a lot of startup entrepreneurs, you know, existing small business owners who are, I guess uh, in some respects, possibly struggling, looking for opportunities for ways to improve their delivery, their relationships with their customers. And I wonder in your experience, was it hard to
0: develop a customer focused business? It's really not. Hmm. And, And that's part of what I like to communicate that this, you know, it may seem hard, it may seem overwhelming to, you know, have a cultural shift or put these principles into play, but it's really not. Mm. Um, it, it's very simple. And that's that's what my coaching programs are about. That's what my book's about. It's just putting these simple principles, ideas, actions into place, doing it consistently, and then reaping the rewards of, of doing that. The experience that
1: you're delivering your, your customers and your clients and your patients, um, putting that to the side, how does delivering good customer service help grow your business?
0: Well, the stat I love to use, and this is this comes from a study from Harvard Business School. Mm-hmm. And what they did is they studied several businesses and they found out that if a business will work to raise their retention rate, their customer retention rate by a measly 5%, so just 5%, it can lead to an increase in profits by twenty-five to ninety-five percent. So this isn't something I've come up with. This is not a stat that I'm just pulling out of the air. You can you can look this up. Yeah. Um, and that's my goal and focus with my my coaching, my consulting, and working with clients is to raise their retention rate by just five percent, and we do that by providing a better level of customer service. But what that does is yes increase profit but ultimately what it does is when you increase retention rate obviously people customers consumers are buying from you more frequently they are you know coming back to you more frequently they're staying in your business obviously but they're also referring their friends, their families, their acquaintances, those that they know and love to your business so they can have the same experience as well. So when you mesh those two together, obviously, that, uh, the byproduct of that is increased profits. So that's, that's what happens. That's the miracle of improved customer service.
1: Do you think that um, this can be applied to any industry, any sector, any business?
0: I really feel it does. Um, I... My coaching and my consulting, we really focus on service-based industries um, across the board. So mm-hmm. I really feel like these baseline procedures and principles will tie into almost, I won't, I won't go 100%, but almost every industry.
1: Yeah, yeah, especially the, the service-based. Um, sure. From a, I guess, mechanical perspective, Kelly, um, when somebody's starting out, do they add this this uh, you know commitment, if you like, to delivering great customer service experience into their business mission, their objectives? What are what are the steps in that regard?
0: I would highly, highly recommend that for a for a new entrepreneur, somebody starting out. Yes, make this part of your like we've mentioned before a culture, a mm. foundation of what your business is being built upon. And some of the biggest companies in the world have done just that. Amazon, Disney, um, several other companies, they started off by focusing on their customer service and built upon it. That's never changed. As big as they've got, they've never wavered from that. So what I like, especially new business owners and entrepreneurs and those just starting out to realize is When you provide great customer service, it's going to enhance all the other aspects of your business. Mm -hmm. So it's not just a piece of your business. No, it's again, it's that foundation that everything else is built upon. So it'll enhance everything else you're doing, which obviously should make you more successful. So that's the key. So if you can start at the ground level and build off of that that foundation of great customer service, the, the growth curve will be much steeper. It won't be such a, a slow curve and a slow growth for a business if they'll grasp onto these ideas and really put them to play early on.
1: Just to help those who are learning about this, we've talked about the mission and how you can embed this as part of your culture. Um, obviously that is fed into as part of your strategy. And from the strategic perspective, when you set a series of goals, what will be, I guess, more um, some of the signs that you are actually achieving good customer service?
0: Well, one of the most obvious is you'll, your customers will tell you. <laughs> it is it is glaringly obvious that you are providing great service. Mm-hmm because they're more than happy to tell you they'll tell you that you know we love how you treat us we love how efficient you are we love how you make us feel by doing business with you so it it becomes pretty obvious obvious very quickly when you are when you're doing the right things as far as your customer service in in the sense of providing great or exceptional customer service
1: do you sit back and and reflect on the experiences you've had as a customer yourself? And if you do, what are some of the brands
0: that are sticking out for you right now? I do. I have a very critical eye. Anytime (laughs) I'm, I'm interacting with any kind of business, Yeah, you know, I'm, you know I should start carrying business cards and just hand them out hey i could I could help you here I could help you with this, that Have you thought about exactly. this. <laughs> <laughs> that's right so i I could help you with this this problem right here so but yes I am and and probably overcritical critical with with things but i I use it as uh, to help me uh, as I communicate with my clients and and just build up my knowledge base by seeing you know the different perspectives with the different businesses I deal with um so yeah i i i I do do have that. There's, like I mentioned before, there's a couple, three, four different brands that really stand above the rest. Like I mentioned, Apple is one of them. Amazon is one of them. Mm-hmm. Disney is one of them. Yeah. We have a fast food um, chain here in the United States. It's called Chick-fil-A. Oh, yeah. and And they are... You know, it, it's fast food, it's chicken sandwiches, and they're decent. I mean, they're nothing spectacular, but they are known for their customer service. How they can train 16-year-old kids to put on a smile, to say, it's my pleasure, to act like they are happy to see you, you know, see you coming in and, and are are there to help you and to make that experience of buying one of their chicken sandwiches the the best part of your day so it's it's pretty remarkable when you go into a Chick-fil-A store but those are some of the top-notch businesses that uh, really uh, like I said they they've started off with great customer service and you know they're billion-dollar companies oh, yeah. and they still are have that foundation of great customer service
1: well there's a bit of a hint here that this is powerful stuff it's not just something that's going to go away, and I bet that uh, throughout your book you talk a lot about this. I wonder um, in 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 terms of training team members to deliver good customer service what, what are some of the things you tell them? What do you train them in
0: you bet well the the key component from the from the business standpoint from the owner standpoint is in order for the employees to provide great customer service, they need to understand and, and have felt what the customer should feel. Yeah. So they need to be treated as well, if not better than what the customer will ultimately be treated. So you, you've got to set that up right. Um, and, and pointing fingers right at myself, there was a season in my clinics that I I did not do, very well with this. I, <laughs> yeah. I didn't I didn't rule with an iron fist, but I, I just wasn't. Uh, I didn't value my employees like I should have. And one of my coaches called me on it, and and uh, we we shift my thinking into let's let's think of these employees as assets. Let's start treating them better. Let's let's uh, you know communicate the good they're doing and be praising them for it. And soon as I started doing that, what a, what a change it made. Um, but that is a key component that needs to be set very early on in this changing the culture of a business and making it better as far as the customer service is how you're treating your employees. You have to treat them as good, if not better, than you want the the customers treated.
1: It's a transformational process. I wonder, uh, Kelly, um,
0: are the people that you work with directly inside of your business your customers? Yes, they're your internal customers. You have internal customers, which are your employees, and you have your external customers, which are the you know the actual customers, the the pain, uh, pain customer. Um, but again, you have to treat them both very well.
1: Yeah. So when you do um, occasionally get a complaint, is that a, a sign of bad customer service, or is, or should it be seen as an opportunity? <laughs>
0: Very much as an opportunity. Mm. Um, Now it can be a sign and it should be taken as a sign of, you know, we've dropped the ball. There's a hole, there's a, there's an issue, but it's giving you the opportunity to know what that issue is to improve your customer service. From the standpoint of when I was in business, it hurts when somebody complains about your business, when somebody is, has a negative thought or concern, Um, but The key is to not let it uh, be an issue or uh, play the blame game or not take it seriously. You need to put your pride aside, look at it objectively, see if it's a legitimate complaint, if there's a legitimate legitimate problem issue there. And then if you're truly wanting to provide great customer service, fill in that gap, fill in that hole that may be there to improve. Because I guarantee that one person that complained, unless it's completely out of the blue and unwarranted, that there is many others that would, that have that same complaint, they just won't voice it. So you really need to treat those complaints as gold to further the cause of improving your customer service. And that's really the goal too, and you mentioned that early on in our interview, is is just that never-ending improvement. Um and it's 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 hard to improve if you don't know where you have problems. So again, it goes back and knowing where those issues are, treat those complaints as goal to to move forward in a, in a better manner.
1: In your book, um, do you lay out a complete customer focused system? And if, if so, what what are some of the, the elements and how it's laid
0: out? Well, the book is is it's not quite that in depth. Mm-hmm. It's more of a simple read, um, with just Simple action items, principles, rules that a business can take immediately to to really have a an incredible impact on improving their customer service. Um, from a standpoint of going a little deeper, you know when I'm coaching a business, when I'm consulting with them, we go a lot deeper um, into those issues and what what I really break things down into is I, I look at what a customer actually wants, yeah, and they really don't want a whole lot from a business. Um, you know, they want to be valued. They want to be recognized. They want to feel important for exchanging money for the service, the, you know, the product, whatever the, uh, the action may be there. So they, they want to be valued in that. They would like your business to be fairly efficient um, and convenient for them to work with a new business with. And they also want to have a business acknowledge if there's a problem and handle it in a correct manner. Mm-hmm. Um, that is satisfactory to the customer, not satisfactory to the business. Um, so those three things are huge. Now, there's several layers with all three of those, but again, like I mentioned earlier, let's not make this hard. Let's yes. let's, let's use the 80-20 rule. Let's look at the 20% of things that really have the greatest impact and will create the greatest impact and income and the impact on the on the customer and not worry about the thousands of things you could. Let's just be really good at the basics, if you will, and that that creates phenomenal results. That's sage
1: insight, because oftentimes I've seen businesses talk about this as if it uh, needs to be complex and structured and they get lost in the minutiae, don't they?
0: Exactly, and that's the problem. It, it, it becomes overwhelming and when you're overwhelmed, you stop, and yeah. you don't move forward with it and and then ultimately it's a, it's a failure.
1: There's a time for policy, which is essentially more often than not just a one-page thing that's put on a wall, and then there's time for, for a process, a procedure, standard operating procedure, if you like. In your business in the past, how far did you go with that?
0: Well, you know, it depended on the situation, um, coming from the medical field, there were certain things that, you know, we could not sway on they had to be just walk the line and very procedural um be, because of liability issues so yeah um, and any business has some of that um, so we had to be very careful with that from a process standpoint um you know every patient's different every situation i mean there's similarities but there's differences uh from attitude or how the patient approaches or the customer approaches or the attitude of the you know of the customer service rep or the employee those type of things so i i don't like to script out i just like to give the process and then let the the business owner the employee dictate from there but if they understand the concept of i'm here to make that customer feel important and be the best part of their day then those that thought that principle, those ideas will dictate generally what they're going to do, and, and it should they should be doing things in a positive manner.
1: Absolutely. I, I always stop and think to myself, it'd be wonderful to write a book. Was it a difficult process for you?
0: Yes and no. I am not a writer by nature. Um, <laughs> yep. it's, it's, it's nothing that, I mean, from a young age, I just never enjoyed writing, writing essays, writing uh, anything, basically. So I, I, I tried to shy away from it. But I've always had the idea of writing a book, and that was on my bucket list. Um, that just being disciplined enough to sit down and, and write was the, was the hardest component. Fortunately, I have a ton of material, and it, the issue there was really narrowing down what I what I wanted in the book, as opposed to trying to conjure up more more materials. So, mm. my publisher was very uh, uh, very astute, and so he set me up on a plan at the beginning that my goal every day was to write a thousand words uh, for thirty days straight. A thousand words that was the that was the goal, and. Most often, I would write twelve hundred, fifteen hundred, two thousand words a day once I got in the flow of things. But yep. after thirty days, I basically had the, you know, the bulk of the book written. So Done. that that made it a lot easier too.
1: What was that? Uh, what was the feeling that you can recall the moment that uh, it was it was finally published and you had a copy in your hand?
0: <laughs> Pretty remarkable, to be honest with you. So, um, you know, a lot of steps along the way. Um, the. Uh, it, there's a there's a copy sitting right behind me on my on my uh, file cabinet. So and I I'll be honest I, I stare at it regularly and, uh, <laughs> and admire it. So um, so, so it, it was a big accomplishment. But more important than that, I, I try to you know yes it was a big accomplishment for me and and taking the steps. But more importantly, I I just want it to be a you know a, a tool that a business owner. Can take, can learn from, and, and and help them out. That's that's the bigger picture with it, and and I hope to some degree that it accomplishes that.
1: I get the feeling that there's there's more inside of you. There's another book. Are you, do you do you have any plans?
0: <laughs> You're very intuitive. Yes, the second <laughs> book is second book is in the works. So,
1: when you know people want to learn more about this they want to get their, their hands on this book obviously it would be available on the likes of Amazon where else would, uh, can people get their hands on it
0: really anywhere uh, you can find a book yeah um, Kindle uh, all the all the platforms oh, so the platforms. and it, uh, I have the hard copy the paper pack copy digital copies so for those of you who like it on your <laughs> digital devices and then soon to come an audible version um, it's just in the process and, and should be up on audible fairly soon but uh you can uh, you can find it anywhere you normally would buy a book.
1: I wonder. Um, I'm a new. Just use me as a case study, for example. I've just started the business. Literally, it's I've only just registered the business name. I've, I'm up and running, and uh, I have no idea um, what are some of the steps that um, you can
0: help me with um, to to get started. Well one is just finding exactly where you're at and your knowledge of customer service or what you're wanting for your business. And um, all of my programs are one-on-one coaching, one-on-one consulting, because I, I want to know, you know, what the, what the business owner, what the business leader, what the manager is thinking, so I can, we can dictate per their business and and their thoughts and their feelings and those type of things. So I just like that personal touch. I thrived when I when I was coached, and and uh, that's what always helped me the most. Um, not looking at a. You know, some videos, or I yeah. read a lot. But you know, you can gain a lot from a book. But when you have somebody working with you that can answer questions and help you out in real time, to me, that's just incredibly valuable. Let's so go. we'll get to know the situation, the the uh, where exactly the the business owner is wanting to go and what they're wanting to do. Um, we'll audit the customer service. So if it's somebody new, they're not going to have a whole lot to I, but we'll get an idea. Yeah. Or if they have some ideas of, you know, hey, you know, I'd like, you know, I, I do a little bit, or I'm planning to do some of this and some of this, and then we'll create a plan. And uh, here's what here's what you need to do, and and here's some principles, some foundation principles and rules that you need to grasp onto and really understand and and implement and build off of, and then just start putting the the action items into place. Um, and there's many action items that can be uh, in play at all times, uh, but put those those key actions into place, and then we just refine as we go along. And then the other key component, and this is a little bit later on, once a business gets established, mm-hmm. and I did this many, many times through my years, is, through the years, is to go back and obviously evaluate. And I always like to look, look at it from about a quarterly standpoint. You know, about every three to four months, we want to look at uh, where we are, what's going on. Are we still doing the things that we should be doing? Yeah. Um, as a business grows, sometimes we lose track of what got us to a point where we're growing and, and starting to make us successful. And we start, we, we shift from being service minded more into sales minded. And as that creeps in and the service goes down. Uh, generally the sales go down with it. And a lot of times business owners won't connect the two. So it's, it's important to step back. Hey, are we still doing these things? Are we still doing this, 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 and this? And inevitably certain things, certain actions, certain ideas have fallen by the wayside, not intentionally. It's just, you know, business problems arise, employee problems, this what's going on and they just forget and then get a little lax in certain areas. So it's important to sure things up, start implementing those things back, put them back together and
1: this is a really important point that you've just made, um, Kelly, because we do sometimes slip away from the customer's focus idea and we start to focus on those sales. So um, presumably, this is not just about um, a short-term thing. This is you building relationship with your clients. Would that be fair?
0: Absolutely. 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 It's, uh, it's you know, I'm always looking for long-term yeah. um, and then, helping them out initially, yes, get the get the culture changed and the foundation set, and then uh, help them along the way and uh, keep them, you know, I, I don't like to you know, keep them in check necessarily is not the term I like to use, yeah. but but help yeah. them stay on, help them stay on yeah. track and stay true to the foundation. So, I always like to say, and and one of my coaches used to say it all the time is, you know, what what got you here will will keep you here and and help you grow. So, um, that certainly holds true for customer service. What got you to a certain point will keep you growing. And when you lose those ideas and things fall by the wayside, uh, a lot of times business owners will look at. You know, well, we need to do more marketing or we need to try this sales t- technique and, and or this and this. And this, this new shiny object, when in <laughs> actuality, they've lost they've lost the, you know, the edge they've had on their customer service. And that's what's uh, causing problems in their business. So
1: I'm sitting here on that case study. I want to I want to connect with you. What, what's the process? How
0: do I find you and um, what do I do? Well, go to my website, drkellyhenry.com, drkellyhenry.com. And obviously, you can look at me by the book, um, which, which is entitled. I don't know if I mentioned that early. It's, it's Define and Deliver Exceptional Customer Service, if you'd like to uh, grab a hold of it. And I wish you would because I think it'll do you a lot of good. Um, but the initial thing is to set up a, I call it an analysis call. And mm-hmm. all I want to do is talk to you a bit. Find out what your problems, your struggles are. I can talk about what I do and see if those two mesh together. And then we can move forward with uh, uh, whatever level of program that may be comfortable for the business owner or where they're at or the type of business and uh, start making a cultural shift and uh, a huge change in their business so they can not a huge change from a overwhelming a procedural standpoint, but a mm-hmm. huge change in moving them towards creating that 5% bump where they can benef- benefit from the increased retention, increased growth and profits. That's what we, we wanna do, so. Thank you
1: so much for sharing. I, I've, I'm looking through the website for those who are on the call this now. There are other programs that you can certainly take a look at. All you need to do is uh, visit drkellyhenry.com. I will be making sure that the links back to uh, Dr. Henry are available to you no matter where you see this post, you will see the links back to uh, that website. And uh, Kelly, thank you so very much for spending some time with me on the My Future Business show today.
0: Thank you, Rick. Again, I greatly appreciate the opportunity.
1: Thanks for joining us today. If you enjoyed the call, then make sure to subscribe, leave a comment, share us with your friends and book your spot on the show at myfuturebusiness.com forward slash interviews. And if you're looking for solutions that will help grow your business, then visit myfuturebusiness.com forward slash shop.